Greetings family. This is my last video for the evening because I'm exhausted. Um, as I stated, you know, it was a long day today. Uh, the shipper came and I wanted to talk about uh, necessary supplies that you will need when you are shipping, right? So one of those things that you will need is I recommend a toolkit. I'm a toolkit person myself. I have an old school toolkit and I have the ladies toolkit, right? So this is my ladies toolkit. Yes, the stuff is purple. I'm not advertising for the company. I'm just showing y'all what it is, right? So in that toolkit, um, it's a 44 piece toolkit with a cordless screwdriver, right? So this is my little screwdriver. You see, it's not that big, right? ergonomically correct you know small enough to handle um it has the reversible screwdriver and it's only 4.8 volts so if you need something stronger you might want to go with like the old school one that's why i have the other one as well um but this one was cool for my purposes for shipping right because i needed to do certain things to my containers to secure them and I'll do a separate video on that, what kind of things you should do to secure your items. But in this video, in this episode, we are talking about the supplies that you will need for shipping. So if you're going to be shipping things overseas or shipping things in general, you know, however you want to use this information. But I'm particularly talking about international since that is a longer process and you probably have to do more to secure your items. I would recommend uh, getting duct tape, right? Getting contractor's bags, um, getting paper, whether it's old newspapers or paper that you shredded or that you will shred. Um, you will also need zip ties. I don't know if you all are familiar with zip ties or not, but I'm gonna show you what that looks like. I have one here. So uh, this is a zip tie. This is one that I just happened to kind of put inside of another one because I was trying to extend it. But let me show you a smaller one. So, this is what a zip tie looks like. So that was the big one. I would get longer than this. Like go for the one that's longer. It comes in a bigger pack. I had to extend some of mine because you know what I bought was too short now this size is good for your suitcases and what you do is you just take you see the little hole there you take your zip tie and you do this you put this through and when you pull it you hear that little zip sound it's locked so whatever you have there would be locked so like you know how you have the two zippers on your suitcase and they have the holes so then you would put this through the two holes and use a zip tie during your shipping you can always cut it off when you get to your location but if you don't have like um you know the what do you call them the the little locks for your suitcase you can use zip ties so for this international piece i wanted to use zip ties you know i've heard some horrible stories about people's items being damaged things being lost so i want to make sure no one's going in my containers right um so I use the zip ties. Now, as far as the containers go, you can use different things. I shipped using, I don't know if you ever noticed people at the market with the big red, white, and blue bags. Sometimes they're green and white. Well, they're not the best material, but they are kind of like a plastic. 
So I bought some of those. I don't know if they were old, but when I went to lift them, some of the handles came off. So I was like, here we go, right? So what I did was I bought contractor's bags, which I got from like one of the local uh, home improvement stores. So this is the contractor's bag. And you can see these are like stretchy, right? So people put like building supplies, you know, when they finish working and stuff in them. So they're very sturdy. So I put, I lined my container, my bag, my plastic trunk, my chest with um, these plastic bags. And then I packed my items in there. Um, if the items were all plastic, then I wasn't worrying about anything breaking. I put them all in together like that. I laid them neatly. If it was glass items, I wrapped the glass in old uh, newspapers, brochures, flyers. I wrapped it in that. Then I put the items in so that there'd be some cushioning in between. So, so far I've told you, you need to get some zip ties. You need to get some duct tape, right? You need to get some contractor's bags and decide what you're going to be shipping in. Uh, for me, I used bags. I used the plastic foot lockers or trunks. And I also used like a really huge old suitcase that I had. Um, I actually put one of those. I lined it with the black plastic bag and I put everything I was shipping inside the black plastic bag, tied it. And then I used the suitcase as like an extra um, exterior shield. And then I wrapped the suitcase in duct tape, put my name on it. And I used zip ties on the little zippers for the suitcase and make sure no one was opening it up. Right. So that was one thing I did. Um, just checking my list because I want to make sure I'm telling you to get everything you would need. Oh, you may also want to get boxes, right? Yeah. You may want to get boxes because um, if it's like dishes or something, you don't necessarily want to pack all of that in one huge container where things will be like shifting around. So you might want to get boxes to make smaller packages. And also you may want to buy some of the, um, I mean, they it's like a cushion, like a very thin layer of cushion that you can wrap the dishes in. Or you can wrap them in paper if you're old school. You know, whatever you are comfortable using, you can use. So I just wanted you to keep those things in mind. Um, so we, again, running through the list, right? We talked about, we talked about uh, the toolkit, right? Having that little uh, drill to be able to use. Um, it also has like... Uh, scraper and some other things because there's 44 pieces in there but you could get any toolkit of course we talked about duct tape we said zip ties don't forget those um paper and deciding on how you're going to send your items i imagine that eventually my bags will probably be put into one container right so i had bags Oh, and just to break down the bags, not only did I use those regular, did I use garbage bags, the red and white market bags, I also used my vacuum bags because I wanted to vacuum the stuff down to make sure it wasn't shifting around. So that's the third bag. So there's three types of bags you may want to consider. Um, think of what else. I think that was it. So that one, two, three, four. So that was five items that you should consider. 
Oh, I know what else I used that I didn't mention. The fourth kind of bag was an army bag, like a duffel bag. I also used a duffel bag. So I think in total, I probably sent like 10 items and I was charged per piece. And it was very reasonable. It was much cheaper than I thought it would come out to. Um, I'm, I have to tell you, you know, starting this process, I was very nervous. I was up to 5 a.m. packing, putting things in. And, you know, the boxes, everything was heavy. When I tell you I couldn't move this stuff, I was like, these guys are going to charge me. I'm thinking like the airplane, right? That, you know, on the, when you take a flight, they charge you like if you go over the weight, but not these people. They, they basically like, oh, this is nothing. You know, you don't have a lot. Don't worry. And I was just like, okay. Like they made me feel so comfortable. So I, I was referred to this brother. He is from the Gambia by another brother who's from the Gambia, who happens to be a friend of mine. And I will refer you. I've People have asked me who I'm going to use. And I kept saying him um, throughout this process. This brother has stayed in touch with me. He has called me monthly and said, listen, I'm shipping to the Gambia. Do you need to send anything? I'm shipping like he he always sends out alerts when he's shipping so that you'll know. Um, his family is from this area, but he ships out of like the Maryland DMV area. So, um, you know, if you need to use him, he seems to be a good contact. I will let you know when my stuff arrives, how happy I am with everything. But he made me feel very comfortable. Um, after they took my items out, I didn't have to help with anything. They didn't even help me secure some of the zip ties even tighter. Um, they put everything on the, uh, the truck. Very pleasant very pleasant. I went on the truck. I took pictures of my items just to make sure, you know, all of my bags were there. They wrote my names on all my, all my bags. Cause I'll be picking my items up and let's see. They said there would be no fee when I pick my items up. I already paid. So when I get there, I'll just take my stuff. So that worked out nicely too. Cause I was concerned about that. And I'm just, you know, it, it, I, my nerves were racked. My nerves were really racked as I was packing. I was thinking, you know, what if my things don't get there? Or can I really trust these people? And you don't realize like you, how scary that process is. I mail stuff all the time. As you all know, like I do online stuff and there's no issue when I mail something, but this was different. This was completely different because I realized that this is part of a new venture so I just want you all to prepare for the feelings that you might have as you're going through this process. I, I didn't realize I had as much as I had, of course. That seems to be a habit of mine. Um, but this was quite an experience. It was an experience. I want you all to prepare. And I thought if I came on and told you at least what supplies you should get started with, you could start picking up these things and get prepared for this process, right? Um, so I think that'll be a good way to start off. Uh, the next video that I do will be about how I actually secured um, the containers. I talked about the process of what I used, but you need to know how to secure the containers. And um, we'll get into that as well. And I'll probably do a final one on what kinds of things um, you might want to send in bulk, right? If you have some things or ventures that you're going to be taking care of. And that's it for this evening. Thank you for sitting with me as I'm exhausted through this process, but I'm going to finally get some rest. It's about 1.56 a.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to give blessings to all my people that are hours ahead 
and hopefully you will find this information helpful and I look forward to talking to you all soon. Blessings. Greetings, family. So I'm here today to uh, give um, an update on the necessities for shipping supplies. I did a podcast on that, so it's in the previous episode, so look for that. If you haven't, check out the podcast, anchor.fm slash Anja Africa, spelled the same way as the YouTube channel. Um, So today I wanted to talk about what you need to think about when you are packing your items, okay? We talked about the supplies you need. So now that you have your supplies, you have to really think about how you're going to ship these things. Um, And also I'm going to go over some of the emotional um, stress that takes place when you're going through this process. Uh, One of the things that I did was... I thought I was going to be shipping in barrels, but remember, if you don't have barrels, you're packing from your home. They may put those bags you have in barrels when they take them away, but they need to go into secure packaging. So I ended up using um, vacuum bags. I used contractor bags. And I used, um, if you've ever been to the market and you've seen some of the vendors with the red, white, and blue bags or the green and white plastic bags with the strap, they kind of look like maybe like a plastic potato sack, if you will. It's supposed to be a stronger plastic. I use all of those to pack, right? So I used the vacuum bags. I vacuum sealed my items. Um, If it was glass, I made sure I wrapped those items in paper. I put all of my plastic items together that I knew I didn't have to worry about it breaking. But the glass stuff, I wrapped in paper, I wrapped in cardboard. Um, I put them in different um, things, bubble wrap. Mostly I used paper because that was inexpensive. I took like an old catalog that I wasn't using and I just pulled the pieces out of the catalog and used it to wrap my glass items. So there's an idea for you. Use some of those maybe magazines or things you're not using, put them to good use. The other thing you could use would be like um, pillowcases. If you're gonna be taking linens with you, um, you know, if you're a person that needs to sleep on a certain thread count, you may be taking your sheets, your pillowcases, your towels, your washcloths, use those things to wrap your items instead of packing them separately, okay? Curtains will work as well. Anything like that that you know you can secure the items, put them in, vacuum pack it. After you vacuum pack it, that bag is usually clear. So I use contractor's bags. So, you know, they look like these, right? They look like lawn and leaf bags. The difference is that contractors bags are made to hold like um cement wood nail you know things that would come with like building supplies right when you're kind of renovating a home you need a garbage bag to put the plaster in so the contractors bags are very strong they're not like your average lawn and leaf bags that kind of you know uh are pierced or torn easily so you want to consider that after you do that You have your vacuum packed bag, you put it inside the contractor's bag, seal the bag, tie it, tape it if you need to. Um, That's where we talked about having like duct tape, you know, to take care of that extra piece. 
and then you put it inside of a container, right? If you use a plastic container, you want to use the containers that are not clear. I mean, if that's all you have, it doesn't matter because you have it in the black bag anyway, so people can't see what's in it. But I would recommend if you're buying containers, buy the containers that are matted so that, you know, you can't see through them. It's one solid color. And then when you get that container, you want to make sure your items are in there securely. They're not shaking around. So fill it up as much as you can. And when you are about to seal your container, here's the trick, right? Because this was something I really didn't know. Let's act like this is the lid for the plastic container. This happens to be metal, of course, but you're going to act like it's plastic. You're going to take your plastic container lid and you're going to drill a hole in each corner, right? So use your largest drill bit, drill a hole in each corner, so it's four, right? So it'll be this corner, top corners, and the bottom corners, right? And then you may even want to drill a hole on the side. So I'd say drill six holes in your lid, right? And then you're going to drill six holes where, you, where your holes on the lid match the container, where they fit on. You want to drill a hole in the container in that same location, then after you drill your holes, you're going to put your top, your lid on or your top on securely. And then you're going to use these. This is where these come in, right? Zip ties. Now, you know, don't be like me and get the ones that are too short, right? They have longer zip ties. Get the longer zip tie because you don't know how much space you will need. You have that flexibility. Or if you do like I did, you can take two and put it together, right? You can put two together and um, extend the length of your zip tie if you make the mistake of buying the short ones like I did. So I bought this size, but I also bought these. Like I bought these little tiny ones because I plan to use these on my suitcases on the plane instead of buying a bunch of, um, you know, the little locks for your suitcase, the suitcase locks, the little key. Nobody wants to be bothered with all that. I'm going to put these zip ties on my suitcases so that no one is going inside my bags. Okay? Same thing. You put those on. Check out the um, the podcast I did and I talk about, you know, utilizing those zip ties. The sound that you should hear when you fasten them securely. Because if you don't do it right, it's going to keep slipping. You want to make sure that when you pull that zip tie, it doesn't move. Oh, the other thing I learned... They have zip ties that you just pull and you lock. And they also have zip ties that you have to use a nail and secure down onto whatever the item is. You don't want to get those if you're doing it on plastic, right? Because you've already drilled a hole, so you don't necessarily want to have to drill another one. Get the zip ties that just lock immediately. Um, The other thing to do, uh, if you're not using a container, but you're going to use those those giant... uh, bags that I said the vendors use. I found that mines weren't very strong. I think maybe the the discount store I bought them from had the bags too long. So I did that same process. I used the vacuum bag, the black bag, contractor's bag, and then I also used those vendors bags, but I put tape around them to make sure they they're closed. When I went to zip some of them, the zipper didn't work, so I had to tape them up. I taped them up and closed them up, fastened them securely, 
put some more tape around them. After putting the tape on them, I wrote my names on each of my containers, right? My first and last name. Some people put a phone number. I did that on my containers as well. Um, The other thing I used was a duffel bag. I had a giant duffel bag, like an army duffel bag. So it had to be about five feet long. I had stuff in there Um, that was zipped up securely. I put the zip tie on the end. I actually zip tied it and I put tape over the whole zipper. Um, And then I wrapped tape around the bag uh, with that one. And the other thing I used was a giant. I had an old vintage suitcase. It was huge. Um, had a bunch of stuff in there as well. I put plastic around that. That was the other thing I used. And I also put tape around that to make sure it didn't shift or the zipper opened. And then I used the, the little zip ties on the zippers to make sure they weren't sliding or moving back and forth. So I just wanted to share that with you, give you some ideas on how to pack your things, um, put things that are alike together that way when you're unpacking it's easier to find things so if I had toiletries I put all the toiletries in one bag if I had seasonings I put all the seasonings in one bag um if it's uh you know shoes I put all the shoes in one bag so I have all of those things secure so you have an idea of how you should proceed Um, And again, refer back to the podcast where I talk about necessities for shipping. Before you even think about shipping, get your supplies. Then think about how you are going to ship these items. Is it going to be a container? Is it going to be a suitcase? Is it going to be a duffel bag? Is it going to be a regular bag? Based on the items that I was sending, I ended up using a few of all of those things. Um, The other thing, more importantly, right, is that you need to decide who you're going to ship with. Do you have a a reliable shipping company? Um, I have to, you know, to be honest with you, this is where the emotional piece comes in, right? Because I was very, like, nervous about shipping. I'm like, you know, what if my stuff doesn't get there? What if someone interferes with my things? Like, I had all these kind of doubts and you know, that's like, I know my stuff is not going to get there for like two to three months after I go. I sent things that I'm hoping to open my business with. I did not send things that were personal to me. So my stuff that I need immediately, I did not send. But the things that I want to open my business with, I sent because I'm going to need time to find a location to do what I need to do. So, you know, it it just was kind of nerve wracking for me. I was up to like five o'clock in the morning. Um, Amon's graduation was that same day. Uh, But the great part was that, you know, the shipping um, company that I used, they came to my home with this giant U-Haul and they were shipping for a bunch of people. Um, Their prices are very reasonable and they tell you all you have to do is pick up your item. There's no additional fees to pay. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping that if my things arrive and they're not damaged and everything is as it is, you know, supposed to be, then I can also recommend this company. So I don't want to recommend a company that I didn't necessarily try, but I was comfortable with this company because this individual has been calling me since last year. A friend of mine gave me his number. He told me he was reliable. I called him and said, listen, I'm going to be moving to the continent and I need a shipper and I'm not ready now, but I just wanted to get an idea about prices, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he got back to me, you know, and every month, 
month, he would text me and said, are you ready to send anything? Do you need to, I'm coming into your area. Do you want to send? So the fact that he was responsible like that and kept in touch with me, I said, okay, this is a reliable individual. This is someone that has shown me consistency and that he's about his business. You know, um, even when the brothers came, uh, the brother that owns the company, he stayed in the truck. But, you know, when I went down, he was documenting everything, told me to take pictures of my items. Um, the brothers that came in were very patient with me. I told them I didn't know what I was doing, but I hope I packed the stuff. And I was telling them, you know, be careful. The stuff is really heavy. And they were like, oh, this is light. This is no big deal. So, of course, I'm thinking it's super heavy, but they were, you know, they're used to doing this. It was nothing to them. These brothers were strong and ready to get the business done. And I'm worrying about I made the containers too heavy. But, you know, that mentality comes from when we travel, right? They will tell you that, you know, your suitcase is too heavy and they're charging you extra. But that wasn't the case with this brother. It was one price. Like I said, very reasonable. Half, half of what I expected to pay and um, they loaded everything. I just had to have this stuff ready. So um, it was convenient that they came to my door, picked up the items, packed up the truck. There was other people's items in there. So I guess he will have a full container by the time he's ready to ship. He ships out of the DMV area. He told me to call him before I leave because he'll probably be coming back down in another week or two weeks. I'm hoping it's two weeks because I just realized how much more I still have to send. I guess I wasn't really comfortable initially sending things, but now that I know it's an option, I'm more comfortable with it. I know what to do. I will be exploring uh, sending more items and I will let you all know how that works out. So I hope this is helpful for those of you that are going to be shipping items. Um, And again, I have the contact information. If you need it, feel free to contact me. Um, and that's it for now. I will keep you all updated as I continue packing. I'm about to start packing up some pans and, um, cooking utensils and things like that. So as I pack up the pans and stuff like that, I will let you know how I proceed with that process, how I process, um, pack up my dishes and my glasses, you know, it's a, it's a different thing when it's an international trip. So we will see how that all works out and I will keep you all up to date. Thank you for listening and blessings.